Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, so we're back from another Few Points from Perfect episode. What episode is this? It should be nine. I'm telling you, we should have put the tally marks on the wall. Nobody I, listens to me. We're on the table. They're on the table. I mean, it's a high-dollar <laughs> table. Well, we, everybody knows we're not going to clean the table, so they'll yeah. be there for next time. <laughs> But I uh, got a guest this time, Mr. Yeah. Man Behind the Scenes himself. We should say self-proclaimed. I'm air quoting for people listening to this. Self-proclaimed yeah. man behind the scenes. Still behind the scenes. Yeah. Still behind you're the scenes. You're not doing a very good job staying behind the scenes anymore. No, you're for kind of. For the past of, eight weeks I have been. Well, yeah, but, well, you've been man disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> man disappeared from the scenes. Yeah, I did. I did disappear for a little while. Yeah, so whenever he first started off, he was man behind the scenes, but now he's, uh, he's front and center. Yeah. 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 I kind of feel like that was his plan all along. Yeah. 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 So I guess we should start off. Everybody's always got uh, uh, questions about our relationship. And the first thing we should probably clear up Your is, cousins. Are we related? Your cousins. Are we related? Are we related? Somewhere down the line, I'd say we are. But we well, are not that close. I know you'd love to claim me, but you can't. No, well, it's quite the opposite there, bud. But anyway. Oh. <laughs> so... Um, we've, we've pretty much known each other our whole lives. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, I guess to go way back in the day, my dad and your grandpa worked together a lot. Yep. My dad and your dad were good friends. Yep. Ran around together. Uh, of course, my dad and your grandpa worked in the coal mines together. They were both operators. Yep. <clears throat> uh, my dad and your dad were both operators, but I don't think they worked together a whole lot on the job because your dad was union and my dad wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he basically stayed with one. <laughs> Contractor, yeah, one company straight yeah. on through. So, but we are, we do, we do share family. Yeah, we do on both sides. That's <laughs> what's weird. Air <laughs> yeah, not related again. No, so we are cousins. Are, I was right. No, well, no, no. We we are we are family because well, some people in our family made decisions that can be judged whether they're good yes. or bad. On my mom's side, we're related to the same people. On my dad's side, we're related to the same people. I should people. stress. So your damn like, cousins. I was right. <laughs> it was like fifth. It's like the closest we'd ever be is probably like fifth cousins. Still cousins. Technicality. I mean, anything after. <laughs> Just embrace it. Jason, don't worry. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to use no. this. He's going to argue and argue. I'm and not going to claim the fact we're related because we're not related. You I say think. snow's white, he's going to disagree with you. He's going to tell you it's yellow. <laughs> Depends on if you but, believed yourself or not. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, so, uh, your brother and sister-in-law are also my brother and sister-in-law. Oh, yeah. I forgot to add that in. So, it just keeps getting more and more weird. So, uh, th- uh, that don't mean we're related. That just means we share family. hmm So, to explain yeah. that, Jenna's sister married a guy. Yeah. That guy has a sister. Yeah. <clears throat> Aaron married her. I about right. said him. Thought <laughs> <laughs> I caught myself there. That would have ended badly for you. Yeah. So like, uh, like your kids and my kids are at a joint birthday party for their cousins, but his kids yeah. and my kids are not cousins, right? Because we're not cousins. And we're I, related. That, I stress um, we're not related enough yet. That's a pretty normal occurrence for that to happen. So I'm not sure why you're so defensive. <laughs> Just want to make sure I'm clear. That's all. <laughs> we are not related. We may share family, but we're not related. 
but he still calls me big brother. Right. <laughs> well, that's a little different, I think. <laughs> Uh, no. So, anyways, yeah. So, our, as far as our working relationship goes, what it's been four or five years ago? Yeah. And I kind of come out on a whim. Um, I guess it's been a whole other podcast at some point. But one thing I've never, ever, I don't think, talked about on my channel is uh, I, what would you call me, a superintendent, manager, job project foreman? Uh, I'll let you describe my title with this company and then I'll explain what it is. Well, at that point, I would have considered you more of a, you're just paperwork. I don't know if you remember that or not. You, you always have paperwork to do. You just so keep I talking. We'll be on another one of those jobs. I would, I would see I I you as a manager at that point. Me, uh, superintendent at that point. So, so you, I, I've been with the company for 22 years. Or not 22 years, 14 years. You ain't even that old. 14 years. Well, thanks. I know I look good for my age. So I've been with the company for uh, probably 14 years at that point. And uh, hire Aaron in. Mm -hmm. They were struggling. Yeah. They were struggling. They needed a good hand. I believe it. Good uh, supervision. So you sat there and the only reason, gave them the best. The only reason he can get away with these with these statements is because we weren't doing YouTube at the time. So there was no video evidence right. of who really saved the day. That may change I, in the future, though. But I do have witnesses. Mm -hmm. But I do have an old phone at home, and I should have brought it today because I have video footage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So anyways, We're all unedited. This archive. Well, yes. This company is a is a stadium seat removal company, and uh, they go into large stadiums. Uh, me and you worked in what Wrigley Field together, yep. Georgia Dome together, yep. um, or Alabama, Alabama. Um, you worked a few without me. I worked a few without you. Yeah. But, so basically, what we do is we go into these stadiums. Uh, the job I'm talking about in particular was a Georgia Dome in Atlanta. They're getting ready to implode it, and we remove the seats out of there. And this was going to be about a three-week job, and some of my crew couldn't come back for the next week. So Your I was, crew. We all know who's running the job. You can talk around it all you want. Yeah, we all know yeah. who's running the job. So anyways, I was scrambling trying to find somebody to come down. I needed, I mean, don't want to make Good it. help. Good help. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not That's even, hard to find. You I'm know. not even going to argue that point, because in Atlanta, good help is hard to find. And on top of that, I needed somebody that was willing to work, and I also needed somebody to manage people, because... Uh, these were high maintenance employees. I mean, that's a good way to put that. Is that a good way to put? It? Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, we were we were scrambling around. I had a couple guys lined up. They fall through. I'd known Aaron at this point, but we weren't by no means friends or working together on a regular basis. And this was way before I started doing YouTube. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, one of the guys I had lined up, which was Ryan, which is our joint brother-in-law. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ryan was going to go, and then something fell through where he couldn't get off work. So he's like, hey, give, give Aaron a call. Maybe Boomer will go down. And uh, I said, all right. So, I mean, I knew him well enough to know he could do the job. So I got a hold of him. And, well, I probably called you on a Thursday. We were loaded up yep. and out Saturday morning or something. Yep. Pretty pretty short notice. Well, you wouldn't let me ride with you, but we left the same day. Yeah, so there, <laughs> this trip to Atlanta is we're talking about. Is this the one where you got to ride home with, uh, with Dale? No, we got we sent him down there with Dale. Okay. Yeah, so we yeah. had Josh Harris on the yeah. podcast. So yeah. we we, did, we you know talked about how he's a preacher. Right. That's right. I do remember. Yeah. This. And okay. then uh, Dale Sprinkle, which actually owns the company, uh, he's a very very religious man. Mm -hmm. And so we knew the conversation for nine hours to Atlanta was going to be about religion. And I I, I I am religious, but not that religious. So. <laughs> so, not many yes. people are. So, so anyways, yeah. uh, you know, I'm the, I'm the same way. I didn't want to travel nine hours talking about every church we passed. So. The rest of the crew that was going were like the new guys riding with Josh and 
No, New York, I was driving with Josh and Dale, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. It was just one of those uh, initiation, would you call it that, I guess? It was a very bad in- initiation. Not yeah. in a bad, bad way, but it was just... Uh, so the rest of us are all in vehicles, and we're talking and texting and boxing back and forth, and we're just trying to uh, paint this picture of how miserable Aaron is up there in the other car. <laughs> Did you have any idea? No, he didn't have a clue. He didn't have a which made it even better. Which, as far as Dale goes, Dale, I've known him since I was a little bitty, and um, which I knew how he, you know, he. Which Dale, your dad, my dad, that was there was a big circle of friends, and everybody ran it, which is kind of how we knew each other. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but it was everybody knows how I like to talk. I like to talk. Never Uh, noticed. Not try to be center of attention, but stay behind the scenes and share my ideas, (laughs) maybe something like that. Uh But it was uh, one of them things where it was a. It was an area where I didn't know much about it, right? You know, because they they knew what they were talking about, and I, I was just you were kinda, job superintendent. You kind of, and it's one of them things this, too that if you say the, the car ride, if you say the incorrect thing, yes, it leads you down a rabbit I, hole that you're that, not prepared for. Or I was going to be on the side of the road, yeah, uh-huh. trying to find Michael's number, have him come back and pick me up because they were about two hundred miles. And I would have done that for a fee, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a time that it was nine hours that I was speechless because I didn't know how to come into the conversation. <laughs> Besides seeing a church with a goat on top of it, that scared me. <laughs> <laughs> As we get, so we get to Atlanta. We drive straight through. I don't think we stopped, did we? No, we didn't stop. We didn't so we stop drive. It's about a seven and a half, eight hour drive from here. So we get to Atlanta, and Aaron gets out of the car and he's stretching, and I can tell he's like, "What did I get myself into?" You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was. So I asked the, I said, "Hey man, how was the ride?" He's like, "Well, I heard the history of every church between here and there." <laughs> <laughs> so but the story gets even better. Did he get uh, a pop quiz? Uh, no, um, we, we decided to let I that. I failed the first test. Yeah. We decided to let that dog lie. So, anyways, we get the store gets even better because then we go in to eat and we're starving. I mean, it's late, <laughs> it's late. We're starving and we're over there talking about this big old juicy steak we're gonna eat. We're like, we're excited because you know you travel with Dale on these stadium jobs. One benefit you eat well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyways, Dale, like I said, Dale's a very religious man, and I'm not saying we're not, but he's yeah. he's he's got his ways, and mm-hmm. and one thing Dale always likes to do before he eats is say grace, which is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So this this timing couldn't have been better. So we're sitting down, we're eating, we're doing our thing. Aaron's food comes out first. Sets it down in front of Aaron, big old juicy steak. I'm just sitting there watching him, staring <laughs> at him. So this I, is what friends are for. Yeah. yeah. So I wait for him. He cuts a steak off with his perfect little sized piece of meat, shoves it in his mouth, takes about two good chops, you know, just enough to get the flavor in there. First swallow. And I'm like, way uh, down. I'm like, uh, Dale, would you like to say grace? He's like, yeah, I would. Thanks, Mike. And I look over and Aaron's over trying to regurgitate. <laughs> <laughs> he just set it back on his plate and he, <laughs> he gets underneath the table. He goes, this is how it's going to be. You're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. He set me up good for that one. <laughs> Well, he was sitting there, you know, he was at the head of the table, Michael was. Actually. Not that he deserved that spot, but he was at the head of the table. Well, he walked in first, I'm sure. He did. He grabbed his seat first. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, he was just sitting there staring at me the whole time, just giving me this stare. And I didn't know what was going on. And I thought, well, maybe I'm supposed to wait for everybody. And I thought, I was starving, okay? That that ride, car ride down, didn't get breakfast. The least they could do is let you eat. He saved a lot of energy not talking, though. Yeah. And, yes, I did. So I had plenty to say once I got down there. But, right. yeah, I went and I did. I had I just grabbed that piece. And I just put it in my mouth. And I was taking that first bite. My mouth was watering. 
Well, well you can see it on his face how good. Half swallow my mouth whenever he said that, and Dale said yes to saying grace. My mouth dried up, and that steak got lodged in my throat, <laughs> and I was like, oh no. I, mean, I felt bad. Yeah. But then at the same time, I that felt that so anger proud. coming out, that so, so I had to give that swift kick to the leg. Right. Understandable. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. So so after all that was uh, after all that was going, we got uh, we got to roll in a state. And that state that job that job was very challenging. It should have been a very simple job, and just a lot of uh, things really kind of played against us. We worked our butts off down there. Yes, we did. But we also had a lot. I did. And the rest of the crew. Yeah. And I kept you going. Yeah. I don't want to get too far off track on this. Remember no. the speaker guy that I got in a fight with? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing he's seen the size of me or you'd have been hurt. Well, well the only reason, I was, only reason I was running my mouth the way I was, I knew I had a little Monty Mo over here backing me up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All that guy made me mad. We were in there working. I mean, your, your take, whatever, union, non-union, I, I see both sides of it. I don't, I'm not going to argue that. But we were working non-union. Yeah. And there was a union company in there taking the speakers down out of the top. And they were just being pricks mm-hmm. and dropping stuff down on our heads, you know, just trying to always be in our way. Mm. And uh, what they failed to know is, is uh, Mr. Dirk Perfect had control of the stadium. <laughs> and they were fixing to find it out. I didn't care if they were up in a man lift basket 60 feet above our heads. Right. They were going to get a little outside air is what was going to happen. And after about, you know, first time, okay, second time, you got your warning. Third time something come at me, it's game on, buddy. We're going. We ain't, we ain't playing this game. You're going to find out how it works. And uh, they got the point. I helped him with that. <laughs> I did have backup. I didn't get it on that point, but they got the point. I did have a little talk with him, too. So, yeah. I mean, that helped things out. About how that talk go? He was apologizing, trying to, you know, make up excuses about how it was my time of the month or something, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, it saved him. <laughs> He's still here today. So. <laughs> so, that's totally off base. But anyways, yeah, let's get back on the real story. So that so, was our that was our first uh, probably real working experience was down there. Yes, loading trucks. We go load these trucks. It's hot, middle of summer. Keep in mind, keep in mind. I had been there for a week and a half working prior to him showing up. I thought right. I like to talk. You like to override. I got to state facts. I got to state facts. But um, we go in to load these trucks. He said we get down there and in the first truck, you know, we're loading. He goes, all right. He said, you think you can handle it? Which I got a crew of guys in there, and I was like, yeah, we got it. So we're loading this truck. He's like, I got to go do the paperwork. I got to get the paperwork done for the truck driver. Well, then I noticed that it was every truck, not just that truck, but every truck. Every truck required paperwork. After four trucks, I caught on to it. Yeah. He didn't <laughs> want to be in that hot trailer, 120, 130 degrees in there. So he'd go out, and then he'd be out. And about the time we were getting ready to close stores here, he came back around. All right, you got it all loaded. Yeah, we got it all loaded. <laughs> And uh, then not all he does rodeo. puts the little zip tie on, and that's it. Uh-huh. That's all he would do. But that's an important the, the thing about it is just something for your to, for you to remember mm-hmm. is when we did that job when I had to take over and since <laughs> oh, he couldn't God. get it right. Uh, I had to take over. I was loading this truck. All right. Heard from the owners of the company mm-hmm. that that was the most chairs that have ever been. Loaded that is on a one very truck. inaccurate statement. Very inaccurate statement. These were I the chairs the together, chairs. not the boxes, but the ones we were picking Yeah, pairs of two. Right. Yeah. Pairs of two. Yeah. This is my story. Let me talk, please. Well, then, could you uh, you want me to mute him? I'll mute him. Yeah. Okay. But this trailer, they had more chairs on there than any other trailer they've ever done. They were so proud of me. So That's you, why I came in as the supervisor. So if you're so proud of your record, yeah. how many chairs were on the, on the trailer? 
Well, exactly. <laughs> if you're counting that body silhouette, I mean, that took the place of probably eight or nine chairs. So, can you tell me about the Christmas tree? For the record, he did not have the record. He may have had the record going out of Atlanta, <laughs> uh, but keep in mind he also switched different styles of seats and chairs, and there's a lot of other factors that go into this. But we did have fun shipping stuff back to the facility, though, because we'd find random things. We'd find random <laughs> things around the stadium, like mannequins and palm trees, and yeah. they always had a present when it arrived back in the. The Christmas tree still down at the facility, isn't it? Yeah, the Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> I think the mannequin's still back there. Yeah. The mannequin, yeah. We'd, uh, yeah. So that, that was there was always just you know two or three feet of odd space at the end of the trailer, so we didn't want to go back you know empty. We want to get our fifty-three foot worth. So right, of course. We uh, we'd find all kinds of random things. Oh, it was it was yeah, it was good. We could talk. We have a whole podcast oh. about stories over the stadium. Remember the Cushman yeah. from the top deck and the oh. fork truck? And oh, and turning off my uh, gas. And <laughs> so, so Aaron, <laughs> the ramp getting up there in the Georgia Dome was horrible. And Aaron takes off up there with a fork truck to go get a pallet of boxes or seats or something. I don't remember what it was. And there was another Aaron that was working with us on the job, you know, one of the foremans. And uh, he took off up through there, and I cranked Aaron's, this Aaron's uh, yeah. wheel all the way down. We were talking. <laughs> he gets two-thirds of the way to the top of the fork truck dies. And we didn't have radios. The next thing I know, here he comes walking back down all bread. half full. Yeah, half full. Half, half full. full thing of fuel. He's like, I'm out of fuel. I'm like, what, did you try turning it on? <laughs> he oh, was mad. Oh, I was mad. I was in panic mode. I was wanting to keep going. Yeah. And I thought, oh, no, it's out of gas. I tried and tried and I I did. I unhooked it, not even thinking, you know, because it was off, and I, I should have thought about it, but no, yeah. I didn't. I was, it was half full. See, we, we usually just turn it like an eighth of a turn from closed to oh, the that's guys where I had it. Yeah. That's where I had it. Just, just enough, enough where he could get, you know, where he had a good hike ahead of him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get under load, and it just dies. Yeah, so, yeah, it was. So that was that was our first uh, probably working together experiences down there, and, and of all the shenanigans that went on, that was it, the first time I got to claim a Lamborghini. Yeah, I got to claim a Lamborghini. <laughs> so of all the shenanigans that went on, I mean, we worked our butts off down there. All of us did. But we also had a good time. Yeah, we did. Really good time. And uh, there was a, what was the core group of managers and as far as corporate people went down there? There was five or six of us? Yeah. And then yeah, we had Darth on that, Vader. <laughs> Darth Vader. That's what he called you, Sam because he had the uh, seat back and the mask. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That was the other thing we did to him. It was a roommate he got stuck with. Oh, yeah. We were all like, not it, not it, not it. He's like, I guess I'm sleeping with Sam. <laughs> we go to lay down. He opens up this briefcase. I said, well, it's time to go to bed. And I thought he was getting ready to do paperwork or something. Opens his briefcase <laughs> up and it's a mask. In Aaron's world, a lot of people do a lot of paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which that's honestly, in my videos, whenever Aaron goes outside to smoke, I would always say he's taking a paperwork break. Yeah. That's kind of where, that's yeah. where this joke the started The paperwork out. started with that, yeah. yeah. He just smokes his paperwork on file mine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like evidence. <laughs> it's probably better that uh, way. So I'm done to think after then, and I think we're going to cover this in another podcast, but you, your real job is you're a bull maker. Bull you're a maker, you, yeah. union bull maker. So you were able to go to Atlanta with us because you were laid off. You were in between jobs. Yep. And then whenever you come back here, whenever you work for me, it's usually because you're in between jobs. Yeah. So I don't remember what we tied into first, but after we got back to Derby, uh, I think you actually went back to work after that. So it was probably a couple months later. You started hanging around and pitching in on some jobs and yep. helping me out. And again, this is all before YouTube. Yeah. Yep. And then... And it, I mean, some jobs, instead of getting me out there to do it right the first time, I got to go in, and, and I shouldn't say anything. A good buddy of mine did the welds, but the welds were 
very bad. And then I had to grind them out. And that's the worst thing when it comes to welding is having to grind somebody else's welds out. Yeah. Uh, I was impressed you called me a good buddy. You welded them? What were you talking about? <laughs> oh, no. No. The um, the beams on the one house up on top of the hilt magnet. Oh. That, that, yeah, 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 that yeah. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. No, He's no. a boil maker, too, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, was, yeah, it was a little bit of a struggle, and, and the worst part about it is, is it's a tight place to get to. So to even get a grinder in there to try right. to get them out, it was it was a little bit of a, a pain. Yeah, but, because I, of course, to keep in mind, you know, talking to Josh at this time, I'm still building houses for a living. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the amount of shop work and everything we had going on here was uh, not like it is now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah I started doing that. Yeah, I got you into the uh, the basements, doing the basements right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got to say, I, I just got started on them, what, a year ago, two years ago? A year and a half. As far as the basement part The goes. first one you helped with was um, the one down there in Lamar, right? I believe so. Were you actually think, pulling the turret man behind the scenes? I'm pretty sure No, the first one, not, no. The first one was Newtonville, so still same area, but the one out on the corner by the substation. Oh, you helped on that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did help on yeah. that one. Yeah, you're in that video. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, that I Man, time was, gets away. Yeah. That was my first one. And then the other one was, well, I think it would, would have been the second one was that yeah. one. Yeah. But then that's the one where... We did one in between down at Tennyson. But you, you had a wedding to go to or something like that. I had to go that. to the Chipper Guys wedding, man. It's another fellow YouTuber. And, yeah, me and, Wade. and you left me in charge. Yeah. So when Did you admit to that? Well, I mean, I, it's, it was either him or the dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Believe it or not, he listens better than the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Bo. I like Bo. Bo listened to me quite yeah. a bit. He was a great shop dog. Mm-hmm. He didn't try to eat my sparks or bark at my welds. Yeah. Uh, so we don't have Maggie in the shop like we used to have Bo in here because yeah. if there's a spark flying through the air, she has she's to gotta eat gotta it. Eat it. <laughs> really? Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, she's obsessed with them. I did not know that. Yeah. So yeah, that job where that's the one where I became man behind the scenes because I had to come out of the shop to get that job done for him. He of was course. in a bond and way behind and he needed me to leave the shop. So I said, I, I can do it, let me give it a shot. And that's when the video came out. He wasn't there to do the video. That's one of them so basements he wanted to work for, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. I mean, got it done quick because yeah. I was there. Perfect. But I mean, that's just like uh, doing the weatherproofing. Um, I don't remember what all I had to do on her. I pretty well had to do the whole job. Who helped? Was it Jason that helped you on that one? No, it was that Saturday. It was me. Uh, it was just me, Quentin, and uh, uh, Willow. Willow. Yeah, which, Willow. Which was Quentin out there. and Willow's the Quentin's the contractor and Willow was the homeowner's son. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was us. Oh, then we had uh, we had Mr. Hoover show up too. Oh yeah, this was yep. actually some relation to Hoover. Yeah, so it worked out where yep, yeah, we had them come out. So, so fast forward a little bit for, farther, and um, you know I'm dirt perfect now. I have yep. a YouTube channel. Uh, we're we're not building houses. Houses. We're doing the excavating business thing, and uh, you've kind of uh, well, so. I'll let you answer this question, and I have no idea where he's going to go with this. Oh, boy. So, what would you say your role at Dirt Perfect Excavating is now? My role? Uh, is Dirt Perfect Excavating different than Dirt Perfect YouTube? My well, role so, is rolling. Hold on. That's, he just brings up a good question I want to answer real quick. 
So a lot of people, a lot of people figured this out, but whenever we were building, I started, my very first business I started was Simon's Concrete and Excavating LLC, mm -hmm. which hence the excavating and the ICF concrete. Whenever Josh and I were together, we had our company called Simon Harris Construction. And then whenever I went back out on my own after we closed down the thing, I went back to operating under the Simon's Excavate, Concrete and Excavating umbrella, which was there the whole time. It was always operating in the background. I did not want to name my YouTube channel that because I wanted my YouTube channel to have a brand and I didn't want the brand to be kind of a boring company name. Right. So I started the Dirt Perfect YouTube channel and I've kind of, people, Simon's Concrete and Excavating was so far in the past, everybody knew me by Simon Harris and a lot of people forgot that even existed and then I started the Dirt Perfect thing and now Simon's Concrete and Excavating DBAs does business as Dirt Perfect. So Dirt Perfect is what my bills are sitting out as now, it's what's going to be on the side of my trucks, it's the the legal name of the company is still Simon's Concrete and Excavating, but we do we do business as Dirt Perfect. So that's a long way to answer your question. But I is think that Dirt Perfect Inc. or is that uh, Dirt Perfect LLC, or is that just Dirt Perfect? It's just Dirt Perfect. Okay. Yeah, it's just straight up Dirt Perfect. We 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 try not to overcomplicate stuff here. Simple. I'm just making it easier for all the crazies to find your address. That's all. <laughs> well, they find that address is <laughs> not going to do them any good because it's not linked to. Yeah. It's linked to a public place. So, <laughs> anyway, your uh, your role at man behind the scenes. That's, that's my perfect. role. Um, I did on a serious note management. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, <laughs> okay. You know, before I came around, he this says shop, management because like he this. has to be managed himself. <laughs> so, no. Um, I mean, for the shows to try to make them good. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're called videos. Videos, videos, yeah. This is me managing management. Okay, well, I mean, I can run equipment, but he don't want me to <laughs> show him up. Up. Mute his mic again so I can finish this. You got this. But I came out here to give him a hand, give him tips, show him. But I'm not the star of the show. You know, the star, the star of the show has always got to be the one that's right. But... So I go out there and people, you know, in, in the videos, you know, they're always commenting, you know, hey, that guy, I wish they knew the truth. I wish I could show them a video of me running this equipment and not looking like an idiot, but he it don't let me. Possible. One of these days I will get out there and they'll see what I can do. But, you know, uh, hold on, I, got, I got a story. I, am I back on? So I got a story on this. So Aaron's family comes from a very long line of very, very well-known operators. Like mm -hmm. his, his grandpa was probably uh, one of the best operators, dozer operators in these parts. I mean, him and Jerry are probably pretty much, they're the yeah. top. They're the top. Mm -hmm. uh, his dad was no slouch at all. His dad, uh, well, his dad still, he's got some back problems now from all of his years of operating, but he's still a very, very well-known operator. Like, he had a name for being one of the best. Right. Aaron, on the other hand, <laughs> apparently he didn't get that gene. I got that genie, just don't let me show it. Yeah. So I got to make him look good. Uh huh. So we were uh, Aaron's dad, which he's been in a few videos. He came out to one job, and Aaron's running the roller, which is like, for people who don't know in the excavating world, like driving a dump truck around the roller is like what you do if the guy ain't good enough to do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe this? <laughs> Aaron's running the roller, and for the most part, he's doing a good job, and his dad's standing up there on top of the dam with his arms crossed just watching him. <laughs> and uh, he goes, you know, Mike, it's probably a good thing that boy learned how to weld, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor 
for the record, he's uh, probably one of the best welders in the area. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Not <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. He didn't miss his calling. Let's just do it that way. <laughs> I didn't have my glasses on that day. <laughs> sun was in your eyes, right? Yeah, sun was in my eyes. Yeah, just I didn't have out. my contacts. Uh-huh. You know, right now, I mean, I, I run 150s, so... You know, as far as be able to see, but uh, so anyways, yeah. back to your role at their perfect. But my role, yeah, I came in to help it uh, as far as the shop. You mm-hmm. know, this is my shop. Oh yeah, I'm claiming it now. Uh-huh. But uh, no, I came in basically to help him with that, and then he found out that I was gifted in other trades or mm-hmm. you had other work. abilities. So, I think he's what he's trying to say so. is I found out he was teachable. <laughs> <laughs> Moldable, <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you what, you can't train somebody I'll, don't show up. He does show up. <laughs> I, I will give you this: he he is, and he's a good fab guy. Now, um, I had took some pictures of, of uh, some welds I seen on a brush hog out here for the uh, for the uh, traco, the traco mm-hmm. uh, brush hog you yeah. got. Uh, but I I seen some welds, and I had to take some pictures. I just love the welds on it. Now, as far as the fab work, he does a good job for me. I like him. Uh, I mean, there's other guys. <laughs> he does like I work for him now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the welds, they, they were a little rough. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like the track hoe. You know, he is probably a little bit better on the track hoe than me. Right. So I let him run it. I mean, that's that's his job. Yeah. Those are about equal. I mean, but, also when I own it. <laughs> well, yeah. But I still manage it, so... <laughs> But yeah, no, but he is good at fab work. It's like a job. He asked me what I thought, you know, it was was an easy job. He asked what I thought it'd take to finish. I said, oh, me and you, I said, you know, two, three hours. That was me and him. Yeah. Because we got on this. Oh, I know which job you're talking about. Yeah. And uh, the guy that was supposed to be helping me was on the phone the whole time, but it took me eight hours and I still wasn't done. And on my part, I was aggravated. because I think he's nicely trying to say how much he appreciates it. I I, I am getting that. Yeah. But on a job like that, whenever I look at it, and I know his ability now, just like he knows my ability with operating. Mm-hmm. I also uh, know your limitations. <laughs> anyways, to get him on something like that on a fab job, he does real good. But I told him three, four hours, a couple hours, whatever. But I said, yeah, half a day will be done. I, I was thinking me and him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, he didn't show up that day. Uh, should have, but he wasn't. Uh, well, you know, so as, sometimes as the owner of the company, he can sleep in, I yeah. guess. Sleeping. So eight hours later, eight hours later, I'm still not done. So I'm aggravated with myself because I told him what I could get that job done. Thinking me well, and him. Now don't go taking his mess ups out on yourself. I know, I know. That's, I, that's I, the way I, he is, though. If he, uh, he, he's crazy to the point. Like if he starts a project and it's supposed to take eight hours, it don't and It takes fifteen hours. We're gonna work fifteen hours till it's done. Until it's done. It was supposed to oh, be yeah. done that day. He and I see eye to eye on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He don't like it. Mm-hmm. No, it gets late. He gets grouchy. He yeah. gets hungry. He gets grouchy. Yeah. <laughs> you should know this by now. And, and some, he sometimes them scenes in his videos. Yeah. And some, sometimes I feel bad sending him back into Miss Jenna like that. It's always uh, whenever Aaron came along. Of course, uh, before Aaron came along, Captain Cleman was filming with me a lot. Excuse me. So Captain Cleman was filming with me a lot, and it's always a whole new element to editing videos when other people take your camera and record for you. Because if I record it. I know what's on there, so I can I can just you know flip through the script real quick right, or right. through the video and find that point, cut and crop. But these guys, 
you never know what's going to be on there. And they all, they're always putting something stupid in there, you know, trying to see if I'll slip up and accidentally put it in the video. So i got to watch it from, you know, start to finish. Oh, and I've tried and tried. I mean, if he would have an uncut yeah. series or the edited out well, series. I mean, first of all, oh. it'll be like six hours long. I don't know how many times I've seen your white ass. I'll say that much. <laughs> <laughs> more than I can count, more than I care to know. Uh, yeah, there we'd have a good video there. <laughs> well... Have a good blur blob walking around. <laughs> <laughs> and Jason, you get, I mean, you were part of them too. Yeah. You're, yep. you're on some of Which it makes scenes. for a good video. Oh, and, and I do laugh at it editing, but it it, it it takes a lot longer to go about doing it because you have no idea what you get yourself into. And then I'll jump up and try to film a piece in the middle of it, and I have no idea what you guys talked about. And half the time I look like I'm in a whole other world, you know, whenever I go to edit. I'm like, what? Generally speaking, you are. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, so that's kind of turned into, so basically... Back to that main question. Yeah, no, I came on pretty well to help in the shop, you know, just kind of kill time for me and uh, something I enjoy. And then, mm-hmm. well, now I'm finding that uh, slowly getting into the operating world, uh, I'm finding I really enjoy that a lot. Right. And, and uh, I know I'm not as good as some people. I, I rank up there with, like, they're perfect on one level but you know uh no i I like it and the basements i like them now that i'm getting the hang of it so Mm -hmm. uh he's finding me useful in very i don't know kind of a wide variety of uh jobs that you do now well that's one thing that's probably worth mentioning is is i was thinking that people have watched the videos now that know that the, the variety of work we do is pretty vast yeah um oh yeah it is it's um from foundations to ponds to pile driving to the demo jobs, I really like demos. I like uh, them. I mean, we—it's never the same thing twice. It's always uh, a whole new. Every day is a new adventure. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. And, and one thing I do want to put on the record is we probably have—I uh, know we were talking earlier, but even if from houses to big buildings, I mean, there's there's three four hours to a day of looking and making sure checking everything to make sure we are going to do it safe. I know some of the videos, uh, you know, you see see us going right at it. Right. But we spend three, four hours checking. It's hard. And that's one thing you and I do really good together. We can talk about the cam clay demo or pretty much any job we tackle is, you know, what you guys see on YouTube is I show what I'm doing the job. And it's hard to talk about all the planning. and. The... That's something I'll, I'll, I'd like to add, too, is that uh, I, I know Aaron pretty well now. Mm-hmm. And I would say that Aaron that you see on the Dark Perfect YouTube channel or the Man Behind the Scenes YouTube channel is a lot different than the Aaron that's in real life as far as safety is concerned. Well, I wouldn't yeah. say that, I wouldn't say I mean I wouldn't say Aaron's a lot different. Aaron is Aaron, but the, the side that you see, yeah, well, the what you see filmed is is after all the safety conversations, after all yeah. the processes have been figured out and. I'm not saying we act or play anything up for YouTube, but by the time we get to that point of filming... It's we already all figured out. You and, know, the, yeah. the, it's been scienced out. We know what we're getting into. We're confident with our plan. And, and uh, Aaron's got a lot of experience I don't have, especially with steel and, you know, larger construction projects right. um, from, you know, being the bull maker and stuff. So, uh, and then I got a lot of experience he don't have from his operating and stuff. So it's it's nice to be able to get it from his view, get it from my view, and then, right, you know, yeah. Uh, come up with a plan there on yeah on that 
you, you know, I, I read comments. I love comments. So I'm always <laughs> reading everybody's comments. And, and some people are on there like, this is, you, you know, this is unsafe or something like yeah. that. But it does. It's something that we do. I mean, we made a video on, on one job going over every single step. You could make a year-long series out of it. Right. But it's just one of the things that we do. That's one reason why people who comment about OSHA and safety and all that stuff in my jobs, they don't bother me one bit because I'm on the job. I know what's going on. And people that know me well know that I'm not going to take a risk that's not worth taking. I'm not saying we do everything by the book and every extension cord is absolutely mm -hmm. perfect. And uh, This is kind of a little bit of a sore subject for me a little bit because I lost my dad in an accident. Right. And... Um, some of these people just really knock off with some bullshit crap. Right. And they have no clue. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. I've lived and seen both sides of it. I got more respect for life than just about anybody else. And I'm not going to put myself in a situation I'm not comfortable with. I ain't going to put him in a situation I'm not comfortable with. And if we do something that looks a little bit sketchy on camera or something somebody may question a little bit, um, there's, there was a long conversation beforehand before it ever happened. Everybody yeah. knew, the, the right hand knew what the left hand was doing before the brain told either one to move. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're, right. as far as looking on YouTube, you're only seeing a very small yeah. window. Exactly. That yeah, always amazes me is how somebody can have such, you can be on a job for three days and have a 30 minute video, but somebody will have a comment that knows more about that job than you whenever you were there the whole three days doing it. You right. know what I mean? It's like, come on, dude. You ain't got a clue. You only seen what I chose to show you. I've made that point time and time again. That at the end of the day, I'm, especially on my channel, it's just me. I'm filming it. I'm editing it. And I'm posting it. Yeah. So do you think I know what I showed you? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm not saying that we hide or hold anything out of videos. We don't no. do that at all. But, uh, but there's the there's more than I can't show you everything. Yeah. You know, it'd be if I showed you everything, it'd be 72 hours of video, and you guys would only watch the same amount you already do. Anyways, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah, it, and uh, no one wants to watch a, a safety briefing. No, it's. I mean, that's uh, that's that's of most importance, but. Um, yeah, but it's not important for the people at home. Right. It's yeah. that's not what they're they're watching for. Yeah. Is is our safety meeting? You know what I mean? They're there to watch and see how we did the job. Right. Yeah. Um, and um, he has a lot more formal safety training than what I do. I've got a tremendous amount of safety training, but he because of his real job, he has to keep up with it on a yeah. annual yeah. basis. So that's where I get a lot of my updates from. Is from Aaron. You know what? What's their take on this now? What's you know what's yeah, the proper way to do this? You get on. You get on OSHA. Speaking OSHA, you know I've got to do I've got to do OSHA refresher, OSHA thirty yeah. refresher. I got to do it every five years. I got to take the OSHA refresher, um, which you know we got to take the background checks for Twix. We've got we've got so many different lines. Uh, Arcs training, which is another big one down here. Anything that's uh, basically water fed, you mm -hmm. got to have the Arcs. Uh, well, Arcs is getting into school. It's just another type of training. Yeah. But we go through it, and, and them classes don't just pertain to ball making. It, it goes to shoring, tranching, I mean, I, as far as operators go. I have most of them, too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's far and wide. That. So yeah. it's, it's, a, it's an outreach to mm -hmm. a general safety course on everything. Pretty well, all trades you could do. So, yeah, I do yeah. have to go every five years. i got to do that. So A lot of ours are every three. Yeah. But our... Yeah, our organization <laughs> tends to be more strict just because they can. But yeah, it's a different conversation. Yeah, that that that's my my biggest pet peeve is reading comments on on videos that that you know on Dirt Perfect's page is people mm -hmm. 
they don't get to see that. That's why I want to stress that. We, we do. We, we go through everything, and I mean into detail. And uh, you have to. Yeah. I mean, safety aside, and on his just part, to get the job done. I would say he's a lot safer than me on, on the fact that uh, the one metal building we were taking down. Yeah, there, there's I, more times than not, I'm like, no, we ain't, no, yeah. we ain't doing that. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, cool, it'll be fine. No, I, I put my foot I, down. I ain't yeah. Doing yeah. That. And it took me a while. It took me a while. Because mm-hmm. he, he did. He, he was nervous more for me than anything. But I was, where I was at, I felt comfortable. And I told you know, which I do it for a living. Yeah. And I, I had to stress it to him, stress it to him. We should, we should probably discuss that uh, the particular job you're talking about was the large steel demo building. Demo area. building, yeah. Because when we got started, he, he didn't. He, he told me, he said, you know how you told me you get that gut feeling? It's better to just walk away. Walk, walk away. away. Yeah. Well, and I told him, I said, yes, yeah, I, I, I feel good. I feel, I said, as long as you're going to feel good. But I said, where I'm at, but it's just like that. The, the roofs, we went and checked all, everything inside, make sure everything was good. Mm-hmm. We went make sure that we had everything, you know, all the steel that was underneath was good. Everything I was going to be standing on was good. Fire line. Fire lines had, I think I had, I, th- I think I ended up with like four fire extinguishers on the roof. We had the right. water line. We had everything set up. Um, you know, we had Matt. Matt was spraying everything down as I was cutting, so nothing catch on fire. But right. uh, yeah, finally, got, I got him comfortable. I got comfortable, and it took me a minute to get comfortable. And I got him comfortable, and then once we got going, which he he still didn't smile until oh three quarters of the way through. <laughs> uh, but yeah, after, well, that, that's a good thing. Him. I think because yeah. he's concerned. And then he took me to McDonald's and bought me Happy Meals, so I was really happy. That's <laughs> all the budget we had left. <laughs> but that also plays true on, uh, you know, digging these basements and our, you know, we get beat up a little bit about our walkboards on some of our ICF bracing and stuff. And one thing to stress there is, is the height off, height off the ground is um, four feet. Yeah. Um, it's... And, you know... I hear that uh, if, if I was to bid that job to go in and put, um, which we would if it required it, but if we were going to bid that job to go in and put all the handrailing and aluminum walk planks and this, I'd never get the job. It's because my competition, right. I got I to gotta do what my competition's doing, but I got to do, but the way I bid it, I still got to make sure it's safe and everybody's going to be fine at the end of the day. So right. it's, it's a different, what we do in the residential world in this area is a whole different ball game than what you do on a big construction project. Because we go into these stadium jobs, yeah, that, a, that's worth noting too. That's you know, we go into these big stadium jobs. It's a whole different. You know, it's it's strict by the books. A uh, whole different, whole different ball game again. Um, which I'm is not saying into the price. Uh, yes, which is which is figured into the price. But there's a huge, huge, huge price difference between doing stuff safely this way and doing stuff. You know required safety way i don't know how to how to say yeah. that so, i mean all these basement jobs it may be five or six thousand dollars more well yeah joe schmo the homeowner doesn't have the budget that wrigley field has no and, and yeah. honestly he don't care about that he's gonna he's gonna hire matt down the street because he's seven thousand dollars cheaper than they're perfect and he care less whether he's got a hand up or not right uh but if we start getting more than six feet off the ground we start doing things a lot different mm-hmm. you know and, yeah. it's, and it's just like anything else. We sit there and talk about it and discuss it. And I don't know how many times on basement jobs, for example, we're like, don't go in that corner. It, it may, has a, it, you know, there's a 5% chance it may collapse. Just don't go over there. Yeah. Or we need to add another walk board or another brace or something here because that's a, that's a tendency to step and have an issue. So. Mm-hmm. And back to the commenters, too. I mean, I don't know the exact, you probably know the OSHA law more than I would, but I know my organization supersedes OSHA. We need fall protection on a six-foot mm-hmm. ladder. 
Really? Six foot yeah. ladder. How many people do you see putting Christmas lights up on the first floor of their house yeah. with fall protection yeah. on? And yeah. where are they anchoring it to? Yeah. That's always my question. And places. You gotta anchor the ladder so every fall hits you in the head. <laughs> Funny story about that. You know, you <laughs> Go ahead, I'll let you go your first. Extension ladders on, on that subject. We we oversee it like uh, some of the plants we go to is four foot. You get four foot off the ground, you have to tie off. But what they do is they exceed, like you said, what OSHA says. Yeah, OSHA, uh, I do believe is eight feet, but I could be wrong. Yeah, uh, extension ladders leaning up to support a one. Ours are A-frame. All Six foot are, on an A-frame. On an A-frame. fall protection. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it, it does vary different jobs, but I know some jobs it's four foot. Right. Um, step ladders. Step ladders, a lot of places that, that I work is you cannot put your feet on the second to last second to top i've seen that step, before yeah step not the yeah we don't have that but yeah. i've seen that yeah it's, it's just different places you know they just try to exceed what osha puts out and try to be that a step farther into the safety part of it right. so yeah yeah i agree with you on that so this is a true story and this is probably the reason that my company doesn't want me to mention their name ever um, so my company is probably a little different than how you are. We have all of our safety equipment in-house in a warehouse that we can go and, and basically purchase under a budget. So they want you to have fall protection on a six-foot ladder. The shortest leash that we have is 10-foot. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could explain that to yeah. me. <laughs> Well, you should on set a up lanyard. a tall ladder to, to hook your lanyard to. Yeah, because and and well, everybody, that's their argument is, well, you need to just put it four feet above you. I said, well, what if there's nothing four feet above yeah. you? What do you do? On, on a <laughs> lanyard, uh, one thing that, that they have been doing is doing away with the lanyards, the tile mm-hmm. lanyards. You know, they're, they're six foot, which it's ones we get are four foot, but they got a two foot bungee in them. See, ours are, I think, seven foot and they have a three foot bungee. Yeah. So what they've been doing with us is going with the little retractables. They're like a four-foot retractable. So as soon as... We can't get them approved. Really? Yeah. I don't know the story behind it, but they've tried and they can't get them approved. Yeah, like Protecta and something else that a lot of people don't know is like like the harness that I had out there. Everything's got to match. If you've got a Miller harness, it's got to be a Miller lanyard. It's got to be a Miller retractable. You can't take a Protecta which is another that's brand that's out there yeah. and mismatch them, even though it's, I feel it's 110% safe, but it's just the, basically the company putting it out. They're the not going to, yes, exactly. I would say, um, continuing on the safety talks of it though, but um, I'd say that also continues here in the shop with what we do. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, you guys did a lot, I guess one of the big shop projects the three of us did was the line boring on the, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm not going to be the first to admit that I've never slipped up and not wear my safety glasses when I should have. My biggest thing or earplugs. Or earplugs. That's a big one. Yeah, I, I'm guilty of that. Yeah. Um, I'm not sitting here saying I'm an angel by no stretch of the imagination, but, um, you know, we get judged, you know, at this point in life, thirty to 40,000 people watch everything we do in this shop. Mm-hmm. And um, whenever I see those comments, I just like, do they not really know how most people in this world do? Because I go to the shop, my competition shop down the road, and it's like, yeah, yeah. How do you still yeah. have fingers? How do you still have eyeballs? You oh know yeah, I mean it's Absolutely. it's like <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with how they judge me because I know, even though it not be exactly the way it's supposed yeah. to be, we we take a tremendous amount of precautions. And, and you know, our relationship is fun, lighthearted. We joke and cut up. You see a lot of it there, but we both got a very very serious side. And we yeah, know when yeah. it's time. We know when to turn it on and off. Yeah, 
I think hey. every one of us here, and really everyone who actually does any type of work that we do, they all understand the one thing. Nobody wants to go home more than I do, yeah. or than you do, or than you mm-hmm. do. You know, nobody wants to, to, to go home the same way they came in more than us. And or nor do you want to be responsible for getting somebody else hurt. Right. So we, when it's important, we definitely follow the rules. Yeah. And that's probably one reason why we're uh, successful in where we are is because, you yeah. know, it, it uh, that, that all does, uh, that all does play into it. I guess, you know, to elaborate on that a little bit, I don't want anybody to think we're, what we're putting out there is not reality because it is 100% it is. reality. Oh, yeah. We just have to pick and choose what you guys see and we pick and choose what we think is the most entertaining or educational parts. Yeah, because, what the viewers would want to see. Right. Right, because we can't, you know, 90% of a job is boring. You know, it, yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. You know, you so the 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 10% you see is the is the big milestones on the job and and the highlights, the, the highlights mm-hmm. you know, and um it's so unfortunately, unfortunately a lot of that stuff gets uh gets left out, but it but it is part of the job. And that's one thing I do strive to do on my channel is show all the different aspects of the business. Mm-hmm. From the moving equipment to the maintenance of the shop work to some of the bidding stuff it gets a little tricky because of respect to customers yeah and uh, you know they're actually doing the job setting up on the job cleaning up on the job to help people understand why we have three hour minimums why it costs so much to run that machine per hour why trucking is a necessary evil you know what i mean yeah uh, it's well you uh, never know when holly homeowner is going to be watching this and potentially getting a job bid at that time oh, yeah well, now and that well, makes sense yeah and, and, and we get that comment a lot yeah. oh, i've never thought about it like that. i didn't realize that was that much involved or um it's um i i of course you know back to the shop stuff um a lot of people was like oh i can't believe you're hollering out think about the money you'd be making out of the job well that's why my fleet's set up the way it is yeah is usually if something goes down i got something else i can use in its place and it's gonna rain it's the way the world works. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be cold one day. Yeah. Was, and the plate just keeps getting yeah. bigger. Yeah. <laughs> so it quite large. Yeah. So anyways, it uh, you know, it works out and, and I I know it sounds crazy, but I actually enjoy working on equipment. I wouldn't want to do it for a living, but I don't mind working on stuff, turning wrenches every once in a while. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do it for a living. <laughs> I did for a while actually. Yeah. Fast. So uh huh. But uh, but yeah, that's so so. Uh, I guess from there, uh, we kind of talked about how we got to where we're at now. We got the people want to stay tuned. We got some cool stuff coming up. Yes, we do. Um, last winter, we did the uh, rebuild on the back of the semi truck. Yep. We did all the suspension. We did the headache rack. And Was the, that last winter already? Yeah. And I I, I want to give. A big shout out to Captain on that. Yeah, one. he did all the high torque and all that, which we didn't have. <laughs> we didn't have no hydraulic or electric high torque. Which I offered to send him one. I, that that kind of upsets <laughs> me because he he had Captain high torque in them, and I felt sorry for him because it was you yeah. know everything was made. You're talking about the U bolts on the uh, Mac, yes, on the Mac, on the on the rear end of the Mac. Yeah. But yeah, he had a high torque all them. And we did, I think we did one, me and you did one. Well, I think the one me and you did, we screwed up and had to cut oh, back yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, we had to cut it back off and get a new one. But yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a task. It's now, if we could have flipped the truck upside down and you're oh, yeah, doing much it easier. instead yeah. of overhead, it'd be flat, yeah. then it would have been a lot easier. Because all we had was a torque multiplier and a big torque yes. wrench and, and you're pulling against a neoprene gasket. It's, uh, we knew going in it was going to be a bear, but uh, we, we muddled our way through and Captain probably did. Yeah. 
He did most of himself. Yeah. And at some point, we are going to have him on here. Yeah, yeah. Captain Kling will be on here. That'll be another good podcast. Me and him worked together for worked together mm-hmm. for years. But uh, and we're doing the headache rack. So I guess my point: uh, the first big winter project we're going to tie tie into is the uh, uh, we did the semi truck last year. Uh, the low boy trailer needs some work on the back end of it. Um, so we're going to get that in here. But we got a big cherry hanging, and we got a big uh, we got a big prize hanging out there once we get this low boy truck done. Yep, we're gonna build us a dump truck, a nice one. Yeah. Oh, I just got one question. <laughs> a big one too. Oh boy, whose name tag's going on the driver's door on that one? See, the uh, one thing you gotta watch about Aaron is he sneaks around and he labels stuff and tries to claim it. Yeah. yeah. I hop in the semi the other day and it's got Captain Cleveland and Dirt Perfect below the driver's door. And I thought oh, that's kind of cute. But then I really got a good chuck when I walked around the other side and he said, man behind the scenes below the bastard door. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Oh my gosh. So. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, we got some cool projects coming up. We get that done. We got a few oddball things and then. Uh, if you guys don't know yet, we bought a six-wheel drive Paystar International 5000. Mm-hmm. We're going to uh, stretch the frame on it, put a dump box on it, put a uh, lift axle in it, paint it. It's uh, it's going to be a pretty cool yeah. project. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it's going to be an awesome project. Uh, but back to the story, whose name's going to be on the drive? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you a deal. You get your CDLs, we'll put your name inside it. <laughs> Until then, you're going to be on the passenger you're seat. You're going to eat them words one day. Yeah, <laughs> you are. He can't break as many mirrors as Captain. Because I have done, I've done seen a little off-roading that it can do. I, I've seen how it can get off-roading. You know how I like jeeping. I love jeeping. Oh, we've got videos so, for you. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah. she's a, one, a capable girl. That's a one big jeep. Yep. <laughs> so, so, all right, so we'll kind of wrap this up in conclusion here. I guess the last thing I want to talk to you about is uh, what's your experience, uh, I mean, You've got your own YouTube channel now. Aaron Boom, Man Behind the Scenes is the name of the yep. channel. So we'll try to link that in the description. Go check Aaron out. But uh, you went, I'm trying to think, whenever you started, I guess you've been with me since the beginning of my channel. Yeah, before that. But, oh, but uh, you didn't really start filming with me until no. I had probably maybe 10,000 subscribers. Probably something Somewhere like in that. there. So I guess where I'm going with this is is like what's been your uh, what's been your experience one working with me filming and two with your own channel. Uh, I, I'm not near as good as you guys. I mean, as far as the uh, like editing videos and stuff like that, um, I enjoy it. At first, I thought I, I ain't gonna lie. I thought, man, this is a joke. There ain't no way. And Everybody seems to have that. At yeah, time. yeah, it does. It was it was real weird. And and the people, the people you. I know. I mean, you don't meet him. It's just like when we met Ed up there. Yeah. You, you don't actually meet Ed all these full people. Tilt grading. Yeah, full yeah. tilt grading. It's it's not that you. It's not that you. Uh, we just lost the video, but we got a couple minutes left. Yeah, we'll keep we'll going go. on audio here. Uh, it's not the people that you actually get to meet, but it's people you write back and forth to. You end up getting a relationship with them, oh, which yeah. I think is really neat. Which is one thing we said from the beginning is, uh, you know, the coolest thing about YouTube is the people you meet. And YouTube does a really good job of uh, lining up like-minded people. You know, people have the same interest. Yeah, yeah, and and I really like that. I, I think that's probably one of my favorite things about it, reading their comments and actually commenting back to them. And, yeah. and, and, and I, I don't have the time. Like, I, I've been on nights, mm-hmm. and we're working – six seven days a week 13 14 hours a night so i didn't have the time i, I mean 
a lot of people like, hey, when are you going to put another one out? When are you going to put yeah. another one? Which I do got one. I got it ready to go, which hoping to get it out real soon now. But uh, it's one of the things where I, I just don't have the, have the time. I get home from night shift. It's take a shower, go to bed, wake up, take a wake-up shower, go to work. I, I yep. just didn't have the time. But uh, I get laid off, and I get a little help from you guys. That's that's what really helps, you know, making these videos. Because right. when I do it myself, they're not as good as – well, I haven't done one out so, in three months now. So whenever you, so let's just say, how, or for example, whenever you're filming with me doing a project or something, I guess one thing worth noting too is, is we don't film everything we do. No. Uh -uh. I'd say probably every third or fourth project or job we film. Yeah. Uh, there's, yeah, there's, there's quite a bit more we do that don't get filmed. It, it's more or less, you know, you got to pick a job. So you try to pick the job that, that there's going to be something unique about it or it's, it's different than what we have done or something like right. that because... So whenever you're, uh, we're working together on a project or working together on a job and we're filming, would you say it's uh, a nuisance, enjoyable, both? It started out, it started out as, a, I was thinking, a nuisance. Uh, you know, as far as, I, I didn't know much about the cameras. I didn't right. know how to work them anyway. So me trying to figure I think it, it is out worth... and still do my job, that's where I was finding that, you know, me, I, I, I hate getting beat. Mm -hmm. And it was like that camera was beating me, and that I could not stand because <laughs> I'd have to sit there, I'd have to run over to him or holler at him on the rail. I don't know what's going on; it's not working. But now, and then after I got the hang of it and found out yeah, I could work we that all camera, in, we were all in trouble. Yeah, yeah. but then I oh, found yeah. out I could work that camera better than him. Then that's <laughs> that's whenever I got to wanting to run the camera more than work. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I turned out to where I thought it was going to be a big nuisance to where I like it now, I enjoy it. I think uh, it's fun. I right. think, um, I'd like to get your take on this, but I think one thing people would be really, really surprised about is how little time we actually dedicate to filming on a job or project. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I, if it slows down that project or job at all, it is minutes at right. the most. Wouldn't you say that? Yeah. Yeah, it's not much. I mean, because it's, we're moving quick, and if we can't get the camera where we want it or it's something slowing down, we we got to keep going. we still got to keep and, going. Right? And safety is probably always number one. Job production is number two. Uh, filming the video is probably three, maybe four on the list. Mm -hmm. And what kind of suppers I'm, I'm getting, that's on the list too. Yeah, yeah. my wife cooks for him and yeah. me. That's a whole other podcast. You know how that well, is, you're Jason. <laughs> you are picking. You know how it is. Oh, yeah. When uh -huh. he ain't here, we get fed good. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's hard. To, that's one thing you can't really shoot is like a behind-the-scenes, behind-the-scenes video. Right. But, you know, you get the comments from time to time. Well, I hope you backcharge him for all the time. You mess screwing with that camera or this, that, and the other. I'm like, I mean, I just carry it with me. It's one reason I film the way I film is, and we've got to streamline as much as what we do. I mean, like if there's a big shot to be had, like a big part of a building falling or the last piece of a house coming down, we may spend – we may spend an extra two or three, maybe five minutes at the most, setting out an extra camera or two. But as far as the day-to-day, -day, just operations hammering out jobs, we just, I got the camera with me. I'll film a little bit while I'm working. I'll throw it to him. He'll film a little bit while he's working. Um, I mean, you back pay while you're fueling the equipment or greasing it, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly not. Just curious. <laughs> uh, but the, I think, you know, and even customers that we work for, I think they're even surprised of the, how little of time we dedicate to actually filming. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, the job's paying the bills, not YouTube. So that's got to be... Right. That's got to be first uh, first priority. So any, uh, anything you'd like to add in closing? Well, when I first started, though, 
it was getting into the time. I was oh. struggling. I was struggling getting the camera. <laughs> yeah, but once going, you but once you get the hang of it, and, yeah. And what's nice is when we're working, you know, it, it's it, like he'll he'll know a spot that you know, hey, it's going to get a good picture here where you can just set it real quick or right. Put it on a piece of equipment. Well, one thing yeah. we do is he I always know when he's aggravated and I know what buttons to push to pick on him. Yeah, he does. And that's when I go beep beep beep. Regard. And <laughs> the downfall of that is he figured out how to use the camera. He knows how to do the same thing to me. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and I will yeah. say that I think as a cumulative effort between us and Kleeman and everybody, we've all figured out pretty much the perfect setup. Yeah. To make it as easy to set a camera up as possible. Yeah, we never. I mean, our, our videos are never going to be, you know. Um, TV quality production right. video. It's it's just, I and mean, that's not what we're striving for. Right. But we're trying to make sure that we explain each step of the job or the process, kind of why we did what we did, what the thought process behind the, what we did was, and then try to throw a little bit of humor and fun in there along mm-hmm. the way. And, yeah. Uh, well, one, I mean, thing, one thing I have found is you go to job, and, and he's had employees, I've had employees, but if you can't go to work and still have fun, yeah. To me, it is not worth What's going. You're spending, yeah. you think about it, you spend most of your time at your job. And if I can't go to work and enjoy myself, and I have done it before, I have drug up. I went on a job and I was on there, for, I was on the job for four and a half days mm-hmm. when I finally said it, it, it ain't for me. Right. Everybody just was, it was like you're against each other. You ain't getting anything done. When you go to work and you're having fun, and people that don't believe me, they need to try it. Because you go to a job yeah. where you're having fun, you'll want to go to work every day. Yeah. And, and you'll you probably have... end up working harder because everybody's pushing each other. Yep. Everybody about to keep going. And that's, mm-hmm. I mean, we work our, we work our asses off. Yeah. But, hell, we'll work a 12-hour day and it'll be over yep. before we know it. And, and a lot of accidents that occur is aggravation. You're Absolutely. not thinking right in your mm-hmm. head. It's the aggravation. So if you can go to work with a clear mind and have a good time and get along with everybody you're working with, giggle, cut up, whatever... Yeah, I think yeah. I'd also add that is everybody's got to respect everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, well, where's I, my respect? I don't feel like I get it from you. I I, I should have put most of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, in all honesty, yeah. um, whenever he comes to me with an idea or a concern, uh, I probably won't agree with it, but at least respect it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll take it seriously before just Yeah, I mean, I'll at least listen to it, you yeah. know, and then I'll blow holes in it and tell him why it's not going to work. But, but no, and, and he'll do the same with me. I mean, um, why it's not going to work. <laughs> How many times have you said that and it did work, though? I've been hearing you tell me I'm right a lot more here lately. I don't, I, you know, I, this would be a YouTube challenge if somebody can go back and find in one of my videos where I said you're right. I can okay. tell you of an uh, experience that's recently happened where he should have told us that we were right. Yeah. With our warranty work. Yeah. Yeah. My elbow's still feeling that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. He had mm. Karma. Yeah. I think it was fine from the get-go, don't you, Jason? You know, I'll do it right now. You guys. But, well, I don't know. Actually, neither one of you were right because I still don't find the problem. <laughs> I got to get back to that. And yeah. you won't see him say... You were right, Aaron. Not, Man behind the scenes, you're right. You're right because he edits that out. No, it, That's what I hate about if, that, if that editing. Guy. If that ever happened, if it ever happened, I'd leave it in there. Oh, <laughs> I think maybe you'll find it two or three times out of the two, three hundred times he told me that I was right. But no arguing. Don't no, get mad at me, me because right. you're not right. <laughs> <laughs> now every time I tell him he's right, he makes sure it's in one of the videos. Oh, yeah. actually, I make you repeat it, and then I put both of them in there. Yeah. <laughs> what you say again? <laughs> so, 
I think we're going to have to wrap this one up here. We yeah. hope to have Aaron back on. I think we're going to try to uh, maybe cover a little bit of your real job, how a power plant yep. works, what you do there, uh, your actual talent of welding and yeah. fabricating and all that. So. <laughs> Slightly more serious, but not really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being a boss. <laughs> <laughs> we could go on and on and on about the stadium projects and uh, – Smacked in the life head with a fish. I mean, we've we, yeah. we, we, we've covered a lot of a lot of ground, but uh, that's our, karma. Your friend karma <laughs> is, that, is that the name of the fish, karma? <laughs> <laughs> but no, we cover a lot of ground. We have a lot of fun. Hopefully, you guys enjoy the content we put out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, if you need to uh, go check out Aaron's channel, Aaron Boom Man behind the scenes. Hey, I'm trying. I'm trying to get them videos. Get You're better. doing pretty good. You're yep. what four thousand subscribers at this point. You'll be past yeah. me before this airs, I bet. Uh, I doubt that. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I welcome you with open arms. Uh, we're moving on. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, that uh, this is what episode nine. I think I we think decided. So, yeah, we're gonna have to get our hash mark system going here at yeah. some point. So. so we're at episode nine, and this has been a few points from perfect. Um, as always, if you've yep. got comments or concerns, questions, put them down below in the comments or uh, shoot us an email at yep. viewpointsfromperfect at yahoo.com. Thanks, Aaron, for coming out, and we'll hey, uh, catch you guys, guys on the next one.